This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton. You're listening to the Wharton Sports Business Show on Business Radio, powered by the Wharton School, Sirius XM 111. Welcome back. This is the Wharton Sports Business Show on Business Radio, Sirius XM 111. This is your host, George Perry. Uh, We just spent a great segment speaking with Jerry Brewer of the Washington Post on March Madness and college sports. And we are going to switch gears a little bit here, but it's not completely off topic because um, there's a lot of gambling and a lot of uh, brackets uh, that are being filled out uh, around uh, March Madness. Um, but, uh, but there's also, uh, we're going to bring on Adam Pliska, who is the CEO and president of the world poker tour. Um, not to be confused with the world series of poker. Um, we're going to bring Adam on here and, and, and talk a little bit about, about that and, and kind of why, why on a sports business, uh, show are we talking about poker? And that's because, uh, poker is, uh, all over ESPN, uh, all over Fox sports. Um, and it is, it is, it is, it is. It is. We'll ask Adam himself. Adam, welcome to the show. Thanks, George. It's uh, great to be on, and uh, and uh, welcome from a partially sunny California. Well, we appreciate you coming on, and um, and yeah, we're in Philadelphia, and it's pretty cold here. So, um, let's um, before we get too much into the World Poker Tour and, and what you're doing in business, can you can you give the audience a little bit about your background and kind of how you've come to be now the CEO and president of the of the World Poker Tour? Sure. I, I was um, I was a, uh, a lawyer and a producer uh, in, in my background. I was uh, had produced a number of uh, TV shows. Uh, eventually, uh, I'd gone to uh, after uh, leaving Berkeley. I, I served as a uh, as a lawyer in a in a in a large firm and did some uh, clerkships. Uh, I, I was hired by the Senate Judiciary Committee for uh, to be their uh, was going to be the head IP lawyer for. Uh, Senate Judiciary Committee, but at the time, uh, somebody I knew who was, had done some production work uh, together and became a very good friend, had, um, Steve Lipscomb, had created this show, The World Poker Tour. Well, it wasn't, didn't have distribution at the time, but he had gone to a, a Wharton grad, actually, uh, uh, or Wharton alum, I should say, uh, Elisle Berman, and uh, who funded this idea of taking tournaments and bringing them all over the world. And um, they started taping these. At the time, they didn't have a distribution uh, outlet. Uh, and uh, Steve had asked me, "Could you come on in? I know you you, you got this offer, but you, can you can you come in in for a couple weeks and uh, help us clean up some legal stuff?" Three weeks turned into three months. Eventually, they wanted to go public. Uh, we were the first uh, company in in branded uh, poker to go public on the on the Nasdaq and. Um, that and I, I took the role as general counsel for uh, seven or eight years, and the next seven or eight years, I, I went on to the executive side. And and how is I mean I think a lot of people uh, are probably familiar with the World Series of Poker, and they watch it on ESPN. How is the World Poker Tour different from from the World Series of Poker? So the way that I would look at it is uh, the uh, World Series is is like the Super Bowl, and we're more like PGA. Uh, and so if you Asked me to give you a snapshot of the next couple weeks. Uh, you know, on the 16th we're in Johannesburg, uh, and uh, there's we have an event going on in Argentina uh, right now. We have uh, we're in Maryland, we're in London, 
um, back up to uh, Sacramento. So we have uh, tournaments all over the world that are uh, that are participating uh, at multiple buy-ins from anywhere from five hundred dollars to a. We have a deep stacks product, what we call mid majors, which is a fifteen hundred uh, price point, and then our main tour, which is uh, thirty five hundred to uh, to uh, ten thousand uh, dollar buy-ins. We also have a you know we have a series that we bring out occasionally, Alpha Eight, and that that's been as as high as uh, two hundred and fifty thousand dollar buy-ins. You know, it's interesting. I, I actually wrote down those places: South Africa, Argentina. I see Amsterdam, New Zealand. Later on, do you get to go to all those places? I do try to at least visit um, the properties once every uh, two years or so to make sure that I get there. But I, I am on the road a lot. We have a we have an office. We have a production office in Los Angeles, but we also have a we have an office in London, um, uh, and we have an office in Beijing. Who are doing our our social gaming development, and so I kind of split my time. I'm I think I was in the country about four months, four or five months last year. Uh, I do try to get to as many as possible, but uh, those um, those that I do don't get to, our talent and our our staff are are there doing the job uh, every day, deployed someplace around the world. So I mean that's that's fascinating, and and I alluded to this in in the beginning of the of of the segment here as I introduced you, but um, why are we talking about? poker on a sports business show and and why is ESPN picking it up and and I believe you guys have a deal with Fox or a new deal with Fox I mean is is it the same audience is it how is it why are we talking about poker talking about absolutely you know we we've been on Fox Sports Network for uh many years though you know over a decade now and uh, we are the one of the highest rated um scheduled progr- regular regularly scheduled programs on the network uh, the one thing about poker, it is, um, the, you know, we are watched by about 120 million people worldwide, uh, in 25 different networks across across the world. You can watch poker. Uh, you don't need to. Uh, you don't need to necessarily be proficient at English. You can play, and unlike, um, you know, and unlike my uh, aspirations to. Um, be a great uh, whatever player, you know, NBA, you know, water polo, whatever you want to do, you're not going to, where you, you, the average person has no shot. Here, there's always an entry point, and there's always actually a chance that you're going to be playing with the big guys and have a chance to walk away having a serious competition. And when I mean serious, you know, we've had more than 280 people walk away uh, as millionaires on um, on the World Poker Tour, and we've just given away our billionth dollar um, in our 16th year. So it's it's serious money. It's, it's a serious competition, and poker is one of those one, is one of those areas of competition that um, there is a level for you. There is a pl- there is a place on this journey where you can step on and have true competition and get better and uh, find yourself playing uh, you know against the big boys. So it's interesting. So clearly, it's it's competitive, it's relatable, um, and and obviously there's there's prizes at stake. So, um, can you talk to us a little bit about the the revenue, the sources of revenue? Where is is this a made? Are these really made for TV type events, and and the revenue is really the uh, the broadcast and and advertising revenue, or is it a more of an or is there sponsorship that goes on at the events? Sure. Where, where is the revenue coming? I mean, I, I would look at this, uh, you know, in 
you know, similar to NBA or or or, or other similarly situated groups. It's um, there is a this is a brand licensing business. I mean, in in, in many ways, it is a uh, is a quality control business. You know, by by putting these uh, tournaments under the brand of the World Poker Tour, you know, you're assuring a certain level of standard. But uh, when you look at our revenues, um, you know, we have uh, social gaming. You know, that's where you can come on and play for free or play for chips. And uh, you can go to Play WPT or Club WPT, and, um, uh, and that is a significant source of revenue for us, um, which is not online gambling because you, you can't really do that in the U.S. other than two states. But um, it is social gaming. And uh, – in addition to that, we have uh, just like other sports. It's a sponsorship is a is a big deal for us. You know, we have Rockstar and Dr Pepper and uh, Hublot. Uh, you know, significant sponsors who uh, really not only get back behind us in terms of being good re- revenue generators, but they are uh, truly integrated in the product. Poker is one of the most watched sports on television, and that and people um, might not realize that until you, you realize how many times you're at a bar, at a place. Poker is out playing in the background. And why is that? That's because you don't necessarily have to be there at the beginning or the end to get engaged, look up, watch a few hands, have a sense of the strategy being played out. And so... Um, television business we have a distribution business and uh, we distribute over a thousand hours of tv a year not just poker but similarly situated um uh demographically appealing uh, product we do fishing and um automotive and we do uh some mma so we distribute this because the, the sports um demographic is very important to us. Our sponsors know that. We have a very wide footprint, both on social media and distribution. And then, um, and then finally, you know, we have, we, we have the tournaments themselves. And, the, you know, the tournaments themselves do generate uh, uh, revenue as well as some ancillary things that are really quite nice. After 16, 17 years, you've built up a tremendous database um, of, ver- of big poker uh, hands, very you know, recognizable people. Those things, those databases themselves are important, and we do things even like our own music publishing. You know, we 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 publish all the music around the uh, uh, around the shows as well. Wow! So we're getting a, a real insight into all the the areas of the business. You're listening to the Warden Sports Business Show on Sirius XM 111. We are speaking with Adam Pliska, the CEO and president of the World Poker Tour. Um, Adam, you know, one of the things that we talk about a lot is, is kind of this, this growth of esports. And, um, my understanding is you guys are either are getting into or want to get into, to this area of sports. Can you talk a little bit about, uh, esports and what your, what your role might be in this? Sure. Uh, well, the nice thing about the, the nice thing about the World Poker Tour, it has, uh, it's had such a long history and a great history of successful history of working with partners, so partners like MGM. And uh, so I sit on the board of, uh, of uh, eSports uh, Arena, and um, our parent company uh, and, and uh, has uh, been really in, uh, a driving force in creating what is called eSports Arena. And the eSports Arena 
I mean, uh, uh, Allied Esports. And Allied Esports uh, is uh, creating, you'll, you may have seen an announcement of Esports Arena in Las Vegas. Uh, the CEO of that company, Judd Hannigan, is doing a great job. That, lo- that actually launches March the, March the 22nd. So we're very excited about that. There's a tremendous amount of crossover of people who play poker and esports. Um, it, the LAD Sports not only has facilities, you know, one is in Beijing, one uh, uh, these facilities down here, and uh, you have one in Orange County, one in uh, Oakland that's about to open up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but it, the growth of esports is tremendous, and already the amount of dollars that are being associated with it and the sponsorship potential, I'll tell you, it's going to be much larger than our own industry in poker. Um, it's already starting that way. The The viewership is astronomical when you when you look in terms of, uh, of viewers online. And it will be uh, interesting as very good content starts to come out, uh, similar to how the World Poker Tour is. So the World Poker Tour, we, we certainly didn't invent poker. And we weren't the first people to ever put poker on TV. Um, but the World Poker Tour put poker on TV in a way that was accessible to the public so that they had the information that they that they could use and enjoy and really treat this as a sport. And uh, we're seeing a lot of similar stuff uh, being produced by the team over at Allied Esports, and I think we're incredibly excited about that. It's interesting. I mean, I, I obviously am old enough to have known when poker first started coming on TV, and and I, I was always fascinated by the fact that you could you could see people's hands. And if I were a pro player, I would think I would just study uh, hours and hours of of people playing and see what their tendencies are, because yeah. you can actually see when they when they folded and when they bluffed and you know when they when they played on. So um, it must have changed the way the game was uh, was played. It, it it did. It fundamentally changed, and there was a lot of hesitation. You know, the founder of the company, Steve Lipscomb, you know, basically went into a shell for six months as he found what the format, what information that you needed to give, so that the audience got engaged. And the, and in the early days, there were a lot of players who were quite hesitant. The idea that you would share that information, even on a delay, was not. It, it seemed you know sacrilege, but. Um, it became, you know, now it's it's standard, and uh, the result is the amount of people who have um, taken to the game because they can very quickly get brought into the strategy and be a part of it is tremendous. And this is what I um, attribute to the global expansion, because if you look at our, you know, we have more than 55, 60 events. More than half of those are now out of the out of the country, and that's because we could go down to um, we can go down to a location. We had an event in Japan, um, and it doesn't matter. In Japan, I, we were in India in November. Uh, it, we're all speaking the same language, and in terms of understanding what's going on, and so very quickly, this type of poker allows people to adapt to that, which means. You can replicate a model because to, to bring you back to your uh, to the point about a business, mm-hmm. this allows us to replicate a model over and over again and fine tune, customize to a culture. But the underlying expenses that were that were put in the early days have already been uh, have already gone through, and so it, it's a really great thing. And global expansion has been the most important element of all in, in terms of the business. 
Fantastic. We're down to the last 30 seconds or so. Uh, Adam, what, what's next for WPT, and, and what are you looking forward to? So, uh, look, we have a we have a lot of uh, great things going on. I, I think you're going to see continue global expansion, continued expansion into Asia and South America. I think those are major pushes. You you, you hear a lot of people talking about uh, blockchain and blockchain technology. Ironically, uh, poker is actually one of the places that it works for. Uh, reasons we can go into some other time in, in terms of verification and that, and, and so the World Poker Tour will certainly um, will we'll certainly have a strategy for that. Uh, and you know, in, in addition to that, uh, more online, we got a great relationship with Zynga, the largest social gaming product uh, mm-hmm. uh, provider, and um, I think that's going to be quite transformative for us and um, and bring a lot more people uh, to the game of poker. Fantastic. Adam, we really appreciate you coming on, on the show today. Uh, look forward to watching some, uh, some World Poker Tour uh, uh, on Fox Sports, and Great. hopefully we can have you back again sometime. Yeah, thanks so much. Okay, take care, guys. Thank you. You've been listening to the Warden Sports Business Show on XM Sirius, Sirius XM 111. Join us next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. This is George Perry signing off. Thanks. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play.